I'm Meg Dahl, your unbreakable host. Welcome to the show. December. If you are listening to this podcast episode when it first releases, it is December 2nd, 2020, and we are now in the last month of the year. Crazy. Absolutely crazy. I was actually journaling this morning and I literally wrote in my journal about how absolutely insane it is to me how quickly this year went by. I remember exactly what Scott and I ate for dinner on January 1st of this year. I just feel like this whole year has flown by and I know it's been a really challenging year for so many people, but I do believe that this year has brought a lot of good for a lot of people as well. And I just thought um, I would take some time today to talk a little bit about my year and how it went and how the last like half of this year. So from July up until now, those last that last half has just been absolutely incredible. My favorite part of 2020 has definitely been this last half and that's all because of my small group coaching program back home to you and the absolutely incredible women that I've been having the opportunity of working with since I started this program back in July. So that is actually what today's episode is all about. I'm chatting with one of my past clients from my very first group of Back Home to You, and I'm so excited for you to hear from her. But first, I just wanted to talk a little bit about quarantine and just like the impact that it's had on so many people, what I've noticed is that um, obviously quarantine has forced a lot of us to spend more time obviously in like isolation and just more time with ourselves. A lot of us have been forced to be more present with ourselves than we've ever been before. And as I work with many women through Back Home to You um, and just as I talk to many women every day on social media through discovery calls and whatnot, I'm learning that so many women struggle with 
being with themselves. Um, And this is really one of my main drivers for doing the work I do and offering this course back home to you is to guide you back home to yourself, to lead you back home to yourself so you are okay with being who you are. So you're totally okay being present with who you are and not feeling like you always have to be kind of like running away from yourself because I know that's the story for so many women and as you'll hear from my client in today's um, podcast episode I sit down with her and she opens up about how she was always experiencing anxiety attacks and panic attacks And that's just not something that is even happening for her anymore. And it's not because of anything I did, but it's because of this program that I've put together that really leads my clients back home to themselves and equips them with the tools that they need to really feel mentally strong and emotionally strong and capable so they can experience the freedom that my client has. As today, my clients really do leave this program experiencing that freedom that they long for. And I know when I was really struggling with my anxiety and my mental health and food and body image issues, all I wanted at the end of the day was freedom, really. And I think that's what we all want is freedom of some type And the freedom that my clients are after is freedom from that mental chatter or just feeling so overwhelmed by their emotions, freedom from food issues, freedom from body image issues. And this is absolutely everything that I can help you with inside my program, Back Home to You. And Mary talks about how these even so her and I, we finished up our time working together back in September. And she's just such a beautiful example of how Back Home to You isn't just a 12 week program because you have these tools for life. These tools are already within you. I just teach you how to actually use them and put them to work for you. So even beyond the program, life's not perfect. You are going to experience the normal ups and downs of life. And you're going to have these tools and you're going to feel like you can actually move through those harder life events without breaking like maybe you would have in the past. So my client today is going to share her story with you of how she has broke free from her anxiety, but also how she continues to use these tools in her everyday life. And it's just such an incredible story. So I'm really excited for you to hear from her. She is, yes, um, now one of my best friends. I just fall in love with every single one of my clients and we become super, super close. And they're just some of my favorite people. So it truly is such an honor to work with these women inside Back Home to You. And if you are feeling called to learn more about this program or even schedule a complimentary discovery call with me, 
we can do that. So all you need to do is go over to my website and read through the Back Home to You info page. So it's megdoll.com slash back home to you. You can read all about Back Home to You there. I walk you through exactly how I'm going to help you, but it is really important to me that you and I hop on a discovery call so I can answer all of your questions about the program. We'll make sure this program is the perfect fit for you. And I actually accept only three women into every group of Back Home to You. So right now, um, as this podcast episode is being released, I am at full capacity because I have three groups going at the same time at all times, but my one group is finishing up this month. So I will be filling those spots this month for us to start in the new year. So if you are wanting to start your new year of 2021 and claim it as the year that you finally break free, the year that you finally love yourself, the year that you're finally okay with being who you are, I would love to be that guide for you. And I know we can do this together. So all you need to do is go over to megdoll.com slash back home to you. And there's a button on that page and you can just schedule your free discovery call with me so you can you and I can meet up on Zoom and we'll get to know each other and we'll make sure Back Home to You is the perfect fit for you. So I'm excited to chat with you, but I'm also really excited for you to hear from my client Mary and all about her experiences and the freedom that she gained from moving through Back Home to You and choosing herself. Hey, sweetheart. Welcome to the show. So excited to have you on with me this week. Thank you, Meg. Yeah, so our calls used to be every Wednesday afternoon or like evening for you. And they were, I miss you so much. I know, I miss you too. But I'm so grateful we're sitting down today and I get to chat with you and hear more about your experience throughout the 12 weeks inside back home to you mm-hmm. and yeah. afterwards <laughs> yeah yeah so, so that's the thing guys everyone listening to the show today so we have one of my very lovely clients on this week as I shared with you already and she's going to talk about her experience throughout our time together inside back home to you and how that helped her. But I think like her story is really unique because it's been a while since our group of back home to you wrapped up like that wrapped up what in September, right? Yes. Yeah. So like two months ago, it, wow. Yeah. It's been two months since we finished and a lot of things have obviously happened in your life um, after that. And you were sharing with me before we actually hit record how 
the tools that you learn inside back home to you are still playing out in your life. So I'm really excited for everyone to hear about that from you. But why don't we get started with like before back home to you so everyone can meet the version of yourself before you got started in back home to you. Okay. So the Mary before back home to you. So I have a story. My story happened in 2014. Something drastically changed my life where I was in fourth year university and I actually didn't know if I would be able to do the job that I went to school for. So I was lost. I didn't know what to do. So I decided after I graduated to attempt a master's and for anyone out there doing a master's, we know that advisors can be very hard, difficult, and mean sometimes, and they cause a little bit more stress than we actually need in our lives. Unfortunately, my advisor was one of those individuals, and uh, I happened to stop my master's because by a year and a half into my master's, my project changed again, and they expected me to be done in six months. So there was no point disagreeing with that advisor. So I made a big uh, change in my life and I said, okay, I'm done. And for me to quit, that was a huge mental blow to myself. And I just blamed myself. I didn't forgive myself. I was mad at myself. I just felt like a failure and a disappointment. Some of you guys might feel like that, but I can reassure you from back home to you, you don't have to feel like that. So that basically all happened and I still didn't forgive myself from 2014. So that's something to remember for future on when I talk. But um, the Mary for 2020, um, it was going okay. I was trying to find myself. I. I was having a job and like my contract just ended for that job and I was kind of down in the dumps. I was like, okay, like I was like the one cut off, like I could have been extended for my contract, but I was the number one below the list. So that was another hit to my ego. Mm -hmm. So I was just like, okay, like having just, I just didn't know what to do. I just like, and plus I'm doing a job that isn't even related to what I went to school for either. Mm -hmm. So I still feel like a bit of a failure. So be all this before back home to you. And then next thing we know, I'm back to my job, doing another contract. And then of course COVID hits. And I get sent home. Thankfully I can work for home for a few months. And then they kept my contract again. And now that's when I'm just like, okay, it's like multiple anxiety attacks a day, yeah. not knowing what to do. And then hearing Meg, the first time that she brought up back home to you, she's like, send me an email if you're interested. <laughs> right away, I sent an email because I, I knew something was missing. I was just like, I knew I wasn't myself. Little did I know it was because of what happened to me in 2014 and a little bit prior than that. But that was the main thing that changed my life was what happened to me in 2014. And let's just say the Mary I was from 2014 to now 2020 
I don't know who she is anymore because back home to you fix like it just made me it didn't fix it helped me put all the puzzle pieces back together and to find the true me and to be home with myself and feel comfortable with myself and to love myself to forgive myself to cherish myself back home to you was the best thing I've ever chosen to do Uh, I'm like getting all emotional oh my gosh okay so where do I even begin yes so just so everyone knows you are the first person that signed up for back home to you you are the first person to confirm her spot and I just want to thank you for that and trusting me and also saying yes to yourself because I do believe like to begin this journey you have to say yes to yourself and something else that I really love that you did you did like a little course correct there (laughs) instead of using the word fix you were like wait (laughs) it didn't fix me right yeah there's nothing to fix there's nothing to fix it's just it's who I really am and that who I really was was lost I didn't know who I was I was lost and I knew there's just something missing Mm -hmm. and just so I had no idea what I was getting back like getting into for back home to you because you didn't even have your little course outline yet it was just like this is what it sounds like this is like you sent me a little email blurb and I was just like okay I trust you. I know, I know, I know I need it. So I said yes, because I knew I needed something more. And just something with you was just like, Meg's the, the shining light. Oh, I know. Like, literally, I'm looking at you and you're just like, glowing. Seriously. Thank you. Absolutely. And okay, so a few things. I have a couple questions. Okay. So you said there was something missing. Now that you've gone through back home to you, because I do think I love how you said there was just something missing because I felt that way too, right? Like there's there's just this something that's missing that we can't quite put our finger on. But now like you know, as you said, that that's how you feel felt before the program. And now I feel like you like, what would you say? Was that something that was missing? My inner child, Mm, like connecting with her? Yeah, because one the one memory that comes to mind of what was missing was that as a young kid, I would just love to dance randomly, even though I can't dance. I would just dance randomly in random rooms and just burst out singing. And like, I wouldn't be singing like songs on the radio. I'd be singing like what was not in my mind, but like what was coming out of my soul. Like I didn't even think about the words I would say before I said them. I would just sing it out. And so I started doing that again. So that's like another connection to me to my childhood of just like dancing and just singing just randomly which I can't sing either that's another funny thing and then I also mentioned to Meg before we hop on this call um before 2014 I always knew I wanted to be a mom and uh, what happened to me in 2014 made me question my womanhood and be like can I actually become a mom now because of what happened to me 
and um that's the other missing thing that's finally reconnected to me and I'm ready to be a mom again because I never thought I could be a mom from 2014 until basically just recently so like that's my other little missing piece and I also found the Mary where I can stand up for myself because that was my other little missing piece because that also goes back to my childhood where I used to be, I used to know I had to say, yes, sir, no, sir. Just go with that kind of thing, mentality. I didn't have a voice. Other people were in charge. I was pushed to the back. I had to be a follower. That's really not me. And that's the part I lost. That marries back. I take charge. I tell you what's what. I stand up for myself. I'm back. (laughs) Yeah, you definitely took your power back. And I remember that happening within like the first few weeks of the program because. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Your partner even picked up on it, too. I Mm -hmm. remember that. Yeah. Yeah. So you mentioned anxiety. I want to talk more about that because I know that's something you and I definitely worked on together inside Back Home to You. That's something that you were experiencing a lot of prior to. So why don't you share a little bit more about how that has transformed in your life? What anxiety are you talking about? (laughs) That's what I want to say to that. (laughs) Um, Honestly, since Back Home to You... And all the tools that you have provided me, those anxiety attacks I would have for cooking, gone. I can actually cook now and not get to the point where like I'm calling Cody and being like, Cody, I need your help. I need your help. I don't know what I'm doing. And just getting so flustered and having an anxiety attack doesn't happen anymore. I can actually cook. And like same thing with driving. I'm no longer an anxious driver. I can drive calmly, get from point A to point B. So like, there's a more like, oh, what about this other driver? Do you have to worry about them? Nope, none of that. And like the anxiety before was like having to do new things. So I remember exactly like in the program, I had to go and fill up a jerry can. Never in my life before have I ever filled up a jerry can. And I knew the Mary before would have had a serious anxiety attack about that. It's just something simple of like filling up a jerry can. But because I was in back home to you, I had the tools where I was like, okay, wait, I can do this. I can do this and I don't have to let my anxiety take control of me because I'm in control. So like, honestly, like I, I did have a little bit of anxiety from the month of October but again I had another drastic thing happen to me and like it was having to accept and forgive Mary of 2014 so even though I did go down a little dark hole in October of like a little bit of depression anxiety it wasn't that bad because the tools that you gave me during back home to you were subconsciously there and I was working them without even realizing it. 
And now that like it's passed, I'm like, oh yeah, I was helping myself. Yeah. So I want to talk more about that okay. for sure in a bit. Um, but I am so happy we touched on the anxiety piece because every single group of back home to you, there's at least one woman like inside every group that is struggling with anxiety. And yeah, the way that we can reframe our relationship or transform our relationship with our emotions is so possible and actually allows us to move beyond that. And just like you said, you can still experience these emotions, but it's how we like handle them and move on. That's the difference, right? Yes. And one thing that popped my mind when you started talking, Mm -hmm. I have freedom for my anxiety because I have those tools. So even though those feelings can emerge, the tools give me the freedom to not go into a full-blown anxiety attack, to put them away and say, goodbye, I got this under control. I can do this. I am capable. That's beautiful because so many women want freedom. And I'm so happy you shared that because it really isn't about, and we talk about this inside Back Home to You, but it's not about not having any emotions, right? Like we're humans, we're supposed to experience emotions, but you've just learned how to experience them instead of getting completely swallowed up by them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Awesome. I'm so proud of you, babe. So why don't we talk more about, okay, so we went through back home to you. We did Mm -hmm. 12 weeks of really awesome work together. You were feeling really great. And then we, so we wrapped up in September and October was a really, really big month for you, not in like the best way. So Mm -hmm. why don't you share kind of You don't have to go into tons of detail, but just what kind of happened and how the tools from back home to you were showing up again. And it sounds like you weren't expecting that to happen. Okay, so basically, I finally got a job in my field for what I went to school for. So I was like, yes, my big break, like I'm feeling good. I know I can do this, but so that's the thing. So you all know that Meg's from Saskatchewan. I'm from Ontario, but my job was in British Columbia. So off I went from Ontario to British Columbia. All across the country. Yeah, basically. (laughs) And of course, flying during these times, a little bit of anxiety, but I had my tools. I used my tools, got through those flights, piece of cake no worries. was able to explore a little bit of BC, in Richmond, and in Vancouver with no worries, no anxiety. I got this. I got this under control. Then when I got to the site that I was at to work, way up in northern BC, where there was no service, no nothing, and what I went for, um, I asked in my interview, do I have to do this particular activity? Because I knew if I did that, it could re-trigger my injury from 2014. And I was told no. And I was like, okay, perfect. I'll take the job. I get to the site. I'm doing exactly what I was told no to do. 
And of course, I'm an employee. You got to do the job. You got to do it. So I do it. And right away, I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. That song. Oh, no. Oh, no. That, that's, that's what's singing in my mind right now is oh, no. Anyway, so that was going through my mind. The uh, pain was back. And uh, I was kind of stuck there for a bit because they didn't know how to get me home right away because I was in a northern part of British Columbia. No service, no nothing. They had to figure out a flight for me to get me out. And it was, it was difficult. And so because of that, I felt like a failure. Even though I wasn't a failure. Not at all. Because I would have not gone out of my boundary of saying yes to the job because I know how my body would have reacted. But because of what happened to me, I am actually grateful for it because it, I never forgave the Mary from 2014. And so those are some of the tools that Meg has teaches you and back home to uh, back home to you is forgiveness. And I'm not going to go into details because you need to see back home to, to you to know what these tools are. But because of it, I was able to forgive that Mary. And I didn't know that I needed to forgive that Mary. So in a way, I'm actually very grateful. I had this opportunity in BC that this happened to me again to bring back a reality check that, right, I have, I'll just say it, I have nerve damage. I have nerve damage that comes and goes. It reactivated my nerve damage. And you know what? That's okay. Because it made me forgive Mary from 2014 that, okay, I didn't cause this to myself. The hospital did. I didn't. Yes, it was out of my control. Yes, I thought my life was over. But it really wasn't over. Because from that accident, it brought me Cody. It brought me to realizing, hey, I'm really good with numbers. I can do this other kind of job. Like, it just, it made me accept everything that happened to me and forgive everything and put me, it just connected all the puzzle pieces. Like, I just feel complete. Even though October was rough and tough for me mentally because of thinking I was a failure, I wasn't. And that's the one thing that like the tools from back home to you were subconsciously working for myself because I was forgiving myself subconsciously. I was allowing myself to accept everything and just get through every single day, accepting a new thing, forgiving a new thing. And I didn't realize I was doing that until I also stopped journaling too in October. Naughty me. <laughs> Naughty. Naughty Mary. So, so once I uh, went back to journaling and I started writing it down, I was like, oh, everything Meg told me all through July to September, I've been doing it and I didn't even realize it. So that's how I knew I was doing it because once I put down my thoughts on paper and organized it, I was like, ah, okay, I did this, 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 this. So it's just, everything just makes sense. It's complete, it's freedom, it's, it's just freeing. It's just so, I feel just normal and back to myself. 
That's incredible. I, I don't know how else to say it. Like, I'm just very, very happy. And that's another thing too. I wasn't happy before this. So now I am. Yeah. Yeah, I can literally feel your happiness and I'm sure our listeners can feel it through your voice too. It's just, it sounds really happy. And I love that you didn't even really realize that these tools that you gained from the 12 weeks that we worked together, you didn't even really realize that they were doing their work without being super conscious of, okay, I, I need to follow this step and then this step and then this step. And that's the thing. Like once you embody these tools, like they're all within you already, right? It's nothing outside of you. So all of these things are already within yourself. So they are just like kind of humming along in the background type of thing so when you do Mm -hmm. go through these experiences and that's why I wanted to that's why I wanted you to share that with everyone because life's not perfect we go through no (laughs) no we go through these experiences and shit happens we'll just say Mm -hmm. it shit happens and even after back home to you you're gonna feel anxiety you might feel depression like you did Absolutely. Like that's a thing. But now you know how to move through that. You know how to practice self-compassion. You know how to practice self-forgiveness and acceptance, as you mentioned, and you can move on and be okay with those parts of yourself. And I'm another really great example of that. Like years after doing this work, I still will like move through a day and just be like, oh, why did I feel that way? Or why did I respond that way? Or why did I think that? And I can always like pin it back to like some moment in time. And I'm like, oh yeah, that's like a part of me that needs some loving right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that you were able to do that, sweetheart. I'm so proud of you. Oh, thank you, Meg. Yeah, absolutely. So, well, thanks for joining me this week. I really, really appreciate that, sweetheart. And so a question for you um, is, let's say someone is kind of contemplating moving forward with this program, but they're not really sure. What would you say to that person? That is a good question. Hmm. Well, the first thing I would say would be, I went into this completely blind. I had no idea what I was getting myself into. Again, this program was originally six weeks, then eight weeks, and then 12 weeks. Great thing about being the tester A beta tester. Yes. So I had no idea, but the one thing is from not knowing is exactly what I needed. It gave me every single piece of the puzzle for me to build that puzzle within myself. So I didn't know who I was anymore. I felt completely lost. I felt completely vulnerable. I just didn't know what to do with life. And that was all because of my anxiety and depression before Back Home to You. Back Home to You gives you all those tools that you need and also a best friend. And your best friend's Meg. So you learn how to cope. You learn how to love. You learn how to 
forgive, be compassionate to yourself. But most of all, you get an amazing friend out of it. Oh my gosh. Why can't I hug you right now? <laughs> Seriously. Hopefully soon in the future. <laughs> Though, yeah, I love that you know <laughs> that you leave this program with a best friend. You do. Seriously. I, I should like add that on the website because, and that's again, why I love doing small group coaching, right? It's like, me, you, and two other people. So there's four of us on the calls and all four of us got incredibly close over those 12 weeks. It was actually meant to be for me because when I, even as a kid, I could always have myself and three other people. Once there was another person added to that, I became silent. Interesting. I honestly feel like bigger groups are just no bueno for me I just can't do it like and not as a coach or you know like not as a practitioner but like just in any type of setting like as maybe that's because you and I are both manifestors we are I need to dive yes Mary is a human design manifester and I know all of the human design types of all my clients because this is important information (laughs) (laughs) so maybe maybe that's because you and I are both manifestors and we just like small groups I I need to look into that babe I really do because there's a thing like I've been I've done small group coaching and not me as the coach again like I've been like a participant in small group coaching before I've showed up to all the calls I got so much out of those groups and then I've also done really large group coaching and I just peace out I'm just like total radio silent not there yep you don't say anything but you'll listen but you won't say anything I I am part of a large group right now and I just totally stopped showing up to the calls it's so bad oh yeah (laughs) I I I get that I understand that (laughs) yeah I don't know what it is interesting I am going to do some human design research right now oh my gosh I love this and I love you so much I just want to thank you again for coming on the show and being so open about your story I know it's going to help so many women see what's possible for themselves you know if they're struggling with anxiety or feeling like they're just missing some freedom in their life or they really don't know who they are anymore any of those things you experienced all of that um in 12 weeks incredible you are incredible and I just want to highlight that for everyone is that the fact that it's not about what I do inside back home to you because I don't do anything. Um, it's just... You give us all your wisdom. <laughs> it's Meg wisdom. <laughs> but you're just being guided back to you. And that's exactly why I named the program that because, yeah, I just... And you and I were talking about this before I hit record, but after the 12 weeks, or maybe I said this, but after the 12 weeks, I really want you to feel like I got this. I don't need to go outside of myself for things anymore right and Mm -hmm. I'm always here I'm always here to shoot a message to or like schedule another session with or whatever you need me for but like you do have all the tools and I think that's what beautiful that's what's beautiful yeah 
It is very yeah. beautiful. <laughs> I love you're beautiful. I loved oh, this you. conversation. And since I have you on, I'm going to ask you something I ask all of my guests. What does it mean to you to be unbreakable? I should have known you're going to ask this question. <laughs> I didn't even think of an answer. Cause like I actually listen to all your podcasts while I'm walking. Well, then like, you'll I'm know always- that other people say that too. I know they do. Oh shoot! Oh shit! Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, what does it mean to me to be unbreakable? I will actually use my anchor words. It means to me to be strong, calm, and open-minded. Beautiful. I love that so much. Thank you, my love. I could chat with you forever. I really appreciate this conversation today. You're welcome, and I love you too, Meg. I love you.